Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. So how do you feel? Julian, I feel like I just left a yoga class. You or look so refreshed. Like I had hot sex. Yeah, thanks. Or hot sex in a yoga class. Hi guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. And this is take two today because yeah. we're getting those volume levels correct. That's right. Just for you. Uh, I think your mixer's haunted. Um, I think it's just broken. Mm, maybe, but it's like it's like a different thing every time. I Actually, it's, it's the same thing. We just make the same mistake we every time. Forget. Yeah, we forget. Uh, but now, I mean, we are technological geniuses. We figured out um, that we have to put the... Mike, in a different plug than we thought we did. Is that what it's called? A plug? A hole? I, ge- I, I guess. I don't know. We plug it in. We plug it in. Uh, but it's all working now. Yep. Um, what else is new? Um, well, you were you had some Gwyneth news that you told me about when you first came over that I hadn't really heard. About the Netflix show? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that on your list? Am I? No, no, no. It's what, pre-list. Okay. I was going to talk about it before the list, so... Right That's now is the perfect time perfect. to talk about it. So if you read the trades like uh, Variety Magazine, you might have come across an article, I guess yesterday or the day before, um, about what well, says Goop, the lifestyle and wellness juggernaut founded a decade ago by Oscar winner Gwyneth Paltrow is expanding its original content efforts with a new docu-series at Netflix, an exclusive podcast partnership with Delta Airlines. What? And a slew of programming centered around beauty, food, and books. Wait, huh? So I think the big news is the Netflix show, but then they're also like, oh, I guess we're going to get Delta Airlines to produce our podcasts. What? That's weird. I didn't know. I mean, the show I already knew about. Well, that's the thing is, I think they are, like you already knew that they had a deal with Netflix. I think this is sort of, yeah, just more specific about like about what the show is going to be. Um, Which is what? Well, it says, Still Untitled, Goop's streaming series will hit Netflix this fall. It's coming up quick. And consist of 30-minute episodes hosted, here we go, by the <gasps> site's editors, no. Chief Content Officer, no. Elise Lonin, no! and Paltrow. So you know it means like Paltrow will dip in and out. Okay, Gwyneth, no one's going to watch Elise fucking Lunin. She's not a star. Gwyneth it, is a star. How, like, she's been doing this podcast for a year now, and Gwyneth is still like, oh, Elise is the person we need to host our show. Nobody is like, oh, yeah, I love Elise Lunin. She's the host of the Goop podcast. Everyone knows who she is. People still th- only think of Gwyneth with that brand. Yeah. And like if you are just a casual local, like scrolling through Netflix and yeah. turning on your Goop show and you see that like brown bob staring coming at you you're gonna say what you're gonna like turn back to you and just watch i would just watch you like if you want to see a a sexy brunette watch pen badgley and you i mean my god uh so this is a step in the wrong direction i can't believe it um and so again they're not giving any details but i guess it's gonna be like I feel like it's going to be like one of those sort of cooking type shows with maybe like three segments and it'll be Elise in the studio, then Elise like on 
location to like whatever. A- but I just, wow. So it's going to be all Elise. Well, it says and Gwyneth, but I think it'll be like the podcast where maybe once a month Gwyneth will do a segment if there's a big celebrity or a sexy male chef. They'll get Gwyneth. Yeah. Other than that, she won't be there. But I mean, ah. Um, and then, so Elise is also the showrunner. Oh my God. Yeah, at least Lonan's content team of about 20 will work on shaping the series with Netflix, which she said, so they even interviewed this woman for this. Elise? Yeah, Elise. Seeks to dial up the aesthetics and quality of storytelling surrounding issues like mental, physical, and sexual health Ugh. and address larger thematic questions the Goop audience has about leading optimal lives. No. It doesn't hurt that Paltrow knows her way around a Hollywood set. Oh, fuck you. I don't know if that's a quote from Elise or just like Variety's editorial. Well, if it's from Elise, fuck you. If it's from Variety, then whatever. Yeah. And then it's like the actress has appeared in over 40 films, including the forthcoming Avengers Endgame. I know. Uh, So, yeah, no one is reading or listening to Goop for Elise's opinions. No. About her like Costco runs and... Her like weird like racist (laughs) Yeah. Her like non-comprehending of systemic racism in the yeah or like anyone's experience besides hers uh, uh i mean i guess gwyneth has been like criticized for that sort of thing too well, yeah. but elise is like just not as she's not as gwyneth about it she's not as pretty let's she's just say not it. As, she's not as pretty so she can't that's get horrible oh my god <laughs> no i mean we'll see i i and oh and then also um okay so then elise was interviewed or quoted, she says, Gwyneth is a highly visual, tactile person. The quality of everything that we produce is very important to her. She's all always looking for white space. I mean, oh. that's a great double entendre. Uh-huh. Whether it's developing physical products or thinking of content. With this show, I think she's only really interested in opportunities where we can uniquely be ourselves and do things potentially disruptive. Just fucking what? Silicon Valley bubble, like nothing Bullshit. speak. Yeah. Um, and then it goes on to say that they signed an exclusive distribution deal with Delta, which wow. like Disruptive. TBD what that is. Yeah. Um, the podcast is hosted by Paltrow and Lonin. But uh, that's not really true. It's no, hosted by Lonin. Uh, and then, oh, and then guys, get your Delta tickets now because beginning in February, eight episodes of the podcast will stream on 600 Delta planes. Wait, what the <laughs> fuck? So you listen to it while you're on Delta? Like, I don't, I, I mean, and this is not just Delta, like every airline now, they have sort of their own entertainment content, but it's all what? garbage. Like sometimes you can watch a movie or whatever, but they'll they'll have like weird like short films and like audio stuff that I guess they produce exclusively for the airline. But I don't get why they need to stop charging you for carry ons. Like just do that. Nobody wants to listen to this fucking shit. Like just be a good airline. Why would you bother doing this when no one can afford to get on an airplane anymore? I mean, I want a free checked bag. I want beverage service within 15 minutes of ascension. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. And when there's a short flight, sometimes you don't get beverage service at all. I know. And then also now United has that fucking new level that's like worse than economy. Yes. I've been on that level. I've been on it, too. It sucks. (laughs) If you're over six feet tall, it's truly torture. It's insane. Um, and then it says, oh, here's some good news. In addition to Netflix and Delta, Goop is developing standalone podcasts with in-house beauty expert Jean Godfrey June. Oh, good. Who Lonan said is the most popular staffer at the company's pristine Santa Monica offices. Wait, what does she mean popular? I like, don't know if that means among like the audience or among like her coworkers. I don't need Probably both. And then it says a food program hosted by an award-winning chef, TBD. Huh. And a it Goop probably... book club, which is Aggie's okay. idea, featuring author interviews and reviews. Is that one going to be hosted by Gwyneth? Absolutely not. Huh. Um, and then here they like snuck this in at the last minute, oh, which blame. made me laugh. In light of the digital content ramp up, Goop will pause production on its quarterly print magazine. Oh, no. And, res- <laughs> and resume publication after the Netflix series hits. Which, uh, okay. by the way, I already paid $25. Yeah, to. they just got. I've- See, that's why I told you. That's why I didn't sign up for the subscription. Because I was like, I bet you sign up for it and then you don't get it. It's like Theranos. Yeah, it is Theranos. I got one magazine and I got like two samples of whatever yeah. like, facial thing. And then like, didn't some people get like old magazines from like yeah. a year ago? Some of our listeners wrote in and was like, oh, I got like the sex issue from last year yeah uh, i am owed three magazines and sometimes but I they're f- not gonna even be made no, so you can't knows? have them yeah it's crazy like is there gonna be a class action lawsuit no i'm sure that you sign something where you Probably can't do like, it oh god damn it they fucking fool me every time i know it is 
wow, they really they know get how you to every scam time. Him. They sure do. Um, blah blah blah. And then it's like they also host a Buzzy Summit series called In Group Health. We oh, know. they're gonna have the first London In Group In Group Health. Oh, with, I like, thought they already did that. Oh. This year, it's mm-hmm. going to be in New York. Is there going to be another LA one anytime soon? I hope so. Not that we're going to get invited to it. I know. So um, rude. Yeah. So that was the big... I mean, no news of the, the ski lawsuit this week. I guess that's like... I guess that's yesterday's a, news. A sealed, last um, you know, yeah. in progress uh, I'm investigation. On, I'm on her side it. for that lawsuit, though. I, I still am on her side. So, guys, I mean... I guess we're going to have to watch this Netflix show. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I'll want to watch it. Yeah. I'd rather. It's funny. Like, I've literally like I still download the podcast, but I immediately I it. erase it as soon as it downloads. I know. I, I never, cannot listen to it. I mean, I listened to that fucking Howard Schultz one. Oh, yeah. Half of it. Um, the show, I definitely will listen just or watch if not just to hate watch. Yeah. I mean, it's easier to like watch Netflix than to listen to podcasts. That's true cuz you can at least like scroll on your phone. Yeah, at least you can, you can like do, do it. Well, yeah, I guess. Um so, will you guys be watching the Netflix show probably if you're listening to this podcast? You probably you are going to watch the show. Watch it. Yeah. Uh and then and then we know Gwyneth's like scripted show which i'm actually very excited about wait for apple wasn't that like an apple there's thing? an apple thing but then she also has well i don't think she's creatively involved in the netflix show it's um i think it i think it's brad falchek's but it's um ben platt is the main character and it's a musical drama about politics and what? barbara streisand and and gwyneth have like small parts um, that sounds interesting yeah i think it could be cool and then, yeah, and then she has, like, an overall with Apple, which I don't understand why then this show is on Netflix. I don't understand how anything works in Hollywood, I don't know. obviously. Yeah, it's all very confusing. Uh, but, yeah, watch out for that. Um, watch you on Netflix. Watch, <laughs> watch Russian, you on Netflix. <laughs> watch Russian Doll, which I just saw the first episode oh, of Oh, I really night. like it's it. It's very good. Yeah, I watched the entire thing in one night. Uh, you which, did? Yeah, isn't that insane? Wow. No, I stayed up until, like, 4 a.m. watching I it. I wish I could do that because it's only – it was like four hours long. So it's not that long. I don't know. But I like because it was I wanted to watch Velvet Buzzsaw. But I was like, it's kind of late. I, I don't want to watch a movie. I'm not going to finish a movie. So I'll just watch one more episode of Russian Doll and go to bed. But then mm. I ended up like doubling the, the Velvet Buzzsaw because I just yeah. couldn't stop watching it. That's what I I mean. I, I'm hooked after the first episode. It was also, so good. Velvet Buzzsaw is excellent. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Uh, it's very polarizing. It's very stylized. Um, I like it. It's very campy. Yeah. Uh, well, that's our TV critic. Corner. Yep, there you have it. What else is new? Um, I am 34 now. Congratulations! As of yesterday, entering your mid 30s. I'm in my mid 30s, and I'm getting more and more interested in anything Goop has to say about my skin. Oh yeah, because now it's like now it's time to really kick it into gear with fertility shit and also skin shit i'm oh. going to a fertility doctor after this oh cool i might freeze my eggs uh, i've talked about yeah, it before yeah, yeah. i'm not sure but the, everything i've read said this is my last viable year oh my god <laughs> i mean not not really i mean people get pregnant whenever but like yeah. They say after 34, it like plummets for women. But if you freeze your eggs, then it's as if you're 34. Then I'll have these 34-year-old yeah, so eggs. So, just, so it's yeah, like I kind of want to put them on ice. Don't worry about and it. And then I'll just worry about it when I'm like, I don't know, 70. Because like, no, I don't want to have kids. Well, we finally really get old. a TV writing yeah. job when we're 70. And, I, and then we split. <laughs> one, yeah, when we get like our first staff writing job, I'll be like, it's finally time to do it. Uh, perfect. I'll pencil that in. Great. <laughs> and I can be an uncle at 70 you can be an uncle that's right uh bb will be poor bb will be long past we'll never know his brother or sister i know bb well yeah i don't Um, need a human baby i have a bb baby uh sorry i'm distracted because my hands smell like curry powder because it spilled all over my bag that's okay it's distracting Uh, yeah i need to watch i can't smell it at all really i there's nothing i mean i just smell curry powder really uh let's get into the newsletters yeah 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 what was your best? Okay, well, actually, it's kind of a good segue because um, how I said now that I'm 34, I'm taking everything they're saying about skin seriously. So my best was what else? The vibrating gold bar for your face. Oh, yeah. Um. Okay, so it's this bar made out of gold. 
It looks like a razor. It looks like a an IUD. Oh. Uh, do you know what that is? I mean, wait. IUD is birth control. Yeah, it's like a it's like a copper thing they put in your vagina yes. or something. I don't know where they put it inside your vagina or something and it's like it looks exactly like that gold thing but it like i don't know it like releases hormones and it stops you from getting pregnant or something i've never had it obviously because i don't know what i'm talking about but um it's that it's that same shape and or maybe like a razor yeah it looks exactly like a razor to me oh it's like a razor yeah with a tampon on the end yeah um and it kind of looks like an old-fashioned like a submarine missile (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Or I mean, it looks like a like a petite vibrator, or like a little vibrator. You know, I guess. I mean, that's the thing. Like, they're the so this came with like a video with this lady massaging this other lady's face. It was a little uncomfortable. And I mean, they were. I think they were. They were obviously trying to like do funny. A sexual double entendres with everything. Yeah. Um, but I guess you could use it as a vibrator. You could use anything as a vibrator. Well, I mean, it does vibrate. It does vibrate. So. I don't know. But so what is it supposed so, to be? So, okay. So like you rub, first of all, you like buy it <laughs> and then you put it, you put on like face oil mm. and then you turn it on and it vibrates and you like rub it all over your face and it like vibrates out the wrinkles or something. Yeah, but it's only supposed to last like a day. So you have to do it every day. Yeah. You have to do it every single day. I mean, I don't think women need like 10 more minutes of a morning routine. There's an IUD. Oh, yeah. Doesn't I, it looks look like, like a little uh, fishing line. Yeah. Like a, like a bait. Well, yeah. Anyway, it's the yeah. same shape, sort of. Like a tea. Um, um, and so it was this woman, uh, Jillian Dempsey, and she like went to Japan once. And I guess in Japan, these things are popular. So then Oh, she's, really? Like, but are they made out of gold? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. That's the other thing that seemed like just crazy. Like, just, just snake oil the fact that it is made out of gold makes it work better that doesn't make any i sense. don't know it doesn't make any sense yeah um but it's 195 dollars. yeah and you have to use it every day and they had like a video with some anonymous goop a goop staffer staffer who didn't introduce herself i'm curious to know who she is me too um but she seemed to be having a good time it seems fun yeah, like I would try it. I don't. I would. I would try it. it. I would buy it if I was rich. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But, but if not. you're rich, you can just afford like as many injectables as. Well, you I mean, you have to have more than just. I guess. Oh yeah, there's what is it? The you three have to have a lot. Didn't... You have to have. In, you have to have injections. You have to have the gold vibrator. You have to have face oil. You have to have sunscreen. You have yeah. to have just full blown plastic surgery. But the funny thing, and these women do look beautiful. Like they're, you know, probably what in their fifties. I guess the women in the video. I don't know. And they look gorgeous, but it's like, you know, they have so many just like oils and tinctures and creams on their face. Like their faces just look so moisturized, just so like wet the whole time. That's fine. It's very, it just reminds me my grandmother used to wear, um, this was before she died, (laughs) uh, like Pond's cold cream or like Noxzema or something like that just all day. Cause it was before they had like our generation of, of face creams. But she would, her face would just be so moist. Whenever she went in to kiss me, it would just be like so wet. It was just. A, Did she have good skin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah, she was in. I mean, her seventies, uh, and she looked great. I mean, she also was someone from her generation who like didn't smoke uh, because like her sister was a lifelong smoker, and her sister was eight years younger than her, but looked older than her. Wowie! Wow! Wow! Um, so don't smoke. Yeah. Uh, or if you do, buy that gold thing. Get a vo- right and, and Brian's grandma's Noxima. Yeah, three dollars at CVS. Yeah. Um, she also would like dye her hair jet black in the bathtub. Wow. Um, I never saw one gray hair on her her entire life. Good for her. Yeah. Uh, she was the original Gwen. <laughs> but the opposite. But black hair. Black hair, exactly. Uh, so my best, this is sort of a downer, but oh no, I just love these things. Uh, the article called on getting and staying sober. Oh, that was one. Okay. Um, I just, I don't know. I'm like, I'm fascinated with any sort of story of addiction and recovery. Like it's, yeah, me too. it's like, it's, it's just a, I don't know, like creatively in the literary world, like whether it's fiction or nonfiction, for some reason, it's just a story that resonates with I me. love memoirs about people who yeah. used to be drug addicts 
So this guy, his name is Carter Stout, PhD, and he is, uh, I guess, a psychologist, but he's a he's an addict um, who got sober 13 years ago after his eight year old nephew was flying out to see him in Albuquerque, and he got like a DUI the night before and was in jail the night that he was supposed to pick up his nephew from the airport, and that was his rock bottom. Um, so then he just talks. I mean, it, it was very like sort of the, a basic article. There wasn't anything like revelatory in it, but for some reason, I don't know what it is. It's like soothing is the wrong word, but it's like, it's like a story that you know the beats of, I guess. Yeah. It's like the same story over and over. It's like the Bible. Yeah, it is. Um, So he talks about, he says, uh, you know, we grow so accustomed to the patterns of our life. And this is like an essay form, which Goop occasionally does. Um, We grow so accustomed to the patterns of our lives that it usually takes a psychological earthquake to move them towards healing. Um, he's been sober for 13 years and then, and then they ask him some questions. Uh, he relies on three criteria. If you want to like self-diagnose yourself as an addict, uh, one, are you obsessively thinking about alcohol or drugs in a way that is impacting your life? Yes. Two, (laughs) in the face of potentially severe consequences, do you still drink or use drugs? Sometimes. Um, three, when you begin taking the substance, do you have a difficult time stopping? Mm -hmm. That three is the one that I am always like, thank God. Cause whenever I... You know, I'll do an occasional drug, but after like a little bit, I'm like, I'm done. I need to I'm go to done. Bed. Yeah. And not everybody yeah. can say that. Um, and then and then talks about relapse. And it's that same thing of like, you know, uh, recovery rates are usually under 10 percent. People, you know, relapse all the time. It's part of the recovery process. Um, relapse usually comes when ad- when addicts take matters into their own hands and slip back into old patterns. And then he says something which. I guess might be obvious, but I was, I didn't really think about it that much. Um, He says many recovering addicts who claim to be sober are not telling the whole story. Addiction is riddled with secrecy and deception. It hides the shame and protects continuing efforts to get high. And I mean, part of my brain, like, especially if you see, I'll just throw her out there, but like someone like Lindsay Lohan, you're like, obviously she's not sober. She's not, she claims to be sober. She's not sober. But in my own life, I know a lot of people that are sober that have had substance abuse problems and that I just sort of take it at face value that they're sober. Not that I need to like nose in on anyone's business, but now I'm just going to like assume they're not, not, which I don't know if that's a good or bad. Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people who do like weird, like I'm not drinking right now. I'm not drinking for a month or I'm not drinking for. Oh, yeah. I I mean, I do that. Everyone does that. I don't. You don't. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, except for when I did Whole30. Uh, I, this or year. Or like a detox. But I never, I but like know. those people who just will be like, oh, I'm like sober. I don't know. I never like go on like a break. Um, I, yeah, I just, I think naturally will ebb and flow, like be drinking more sometimes. Like this month, I, I've had a couple of drinks, but I like, since I got back from Paris over New Year's, I was drinking a lot of wine and I don't think I've even had one glass of wine since I've been back from Paris. I know you have. Oh, really? What did Didn't I, we what? talk about it? I had like, I think you had it with me. Oh, maybe. I've definitely had like a drink. I made myself a drink with uh, like tequila, but. Oh, I don't know. Oh, maybe no wine. Yeah, maybe no wine. No, oh. Yeah, who knows? But. Yeah, again, like, why, you know, why are these addiction stories so um, fascinating to me? I have no idea. They're fascinating to me, too. I love, like, um, I don't know, like, Johnny Cash's memoir. Oh, I haven't was read that. so good. And um, and I even, I loved um, Kat Marnell's book, except for she didn't totally get sober no. in the end of hers. I mean, it's, like, in the book that she yeah, didn't really yeah. get sober. It's like she's still working on it or whatever. But I love Kat Marnell so much. Um, yeah, because it, part of you, or for me, like there's like a fantasy that like, oh, I could be this like crazy drug addict and still be like wildly successful because there are instances of that happening. Sure. Um, and like obviously there's a dark side and you like feel shitty and you like ruin the people's lives around you. But there is so, so, sort of like a glamour of like staying up all night doing drugs and like waltzing into work or like on set the next day and like being a genius. Yeah. Or just like being around that like, oh, my God, one of my favorites was the fucking um, Priscilla. No, what's her name? Is Priscilla Elvis's wife? Priscilla's Priscilla a daughter. Presley. No, uh, Lisa Marie's the daughter. Oh, yeah. Priscilla Presley's memoir about when she was married to Elvis. Oh, wow. 
is so deeply insane because she was addicted to drugs because like he basically made her. Well, yeah, he like he like drugged her and I mean they got together when she was way underage. She was like fourteen she and was, he, he was met the R. Her. Kelly of his generation. He well, he was fucked up. He yeah. he um he made her like her he met her in like Hawaii or something. Her or in Germany and her parents were in the military and he went went to her dad and was like I want to take your daughter to like live with me and like wherever, like Nashville or Elvis land. What's his house called? Um, Graceland. I say Monticello, but yeah, Graceland. Graceland. He's like, oh, I want her to take her to Graceland. And the parents were like, okay. And then she went and lived with him. This is just like these Michael Jackson parents. And he would, no, but it was like I, to like marry her. It was like, oh. oh, he was like about that. And he like brought her to the house and he would like, keep her up all night doing like speed and like he would like do these crazy things like rent out an entire amusement park for them and like their friends and like all this crazy shit and she like had to go and do it with him and then at like 7 a.m he would finally fall asleep and then she would have to go to school oh my god and so she was like on speed all the time so she could like go to school that is i mean that is the bad side of like coming down from uppers and having to like do stuff the next day i mean it's horrible <laughs> She, I mean, that I was her. How you do it more than like once? That was every single day oh of her God. life was like that. I think um, she like never slept. Oh Jesus Christ! And then she married him. Good for her. I mean, not good for her, but she's extremely rich now. Well, and she says that she loved him. Yeah, I mean, kids can think that they love their abusers. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. So, do you guys like addiction stories? I don't. Th- this article was very sort of random, but. It was, it was. Well, I'm going to gonna tell you something. Yeah, yeah. This was my worst. Interesting. Okay. It was part of a three-way tie, actually. Mm. This one, the global warming piece oh, and yeah. the, whatever the hell Jennifer Freed was talking about. I literally could not even read the Jennifer I Freed couldn't one. get through the Jennifer three, Freed thing. I, what was it about? Just like relationships? It was about how to be like a better romantic partner. So Jennifer Freed, if you don't, she's like the true grifter of Goop. She was an astrological psychologist. Then she became like a family therapist yeah. and now she's like a sex therapist no event? now she's an astrological psychiatrist psychologist and a psychotherapist and psycho but now she's that's what it said in the thing she was both but why is she focusing on like sex and relationships now well psychotherapists can focus on that right. um but like this was her one of her more grounded pieces that's what they said they were like this is just her like giving regular advice but I just thought all three of them were really sort of boring like Jennifer Freed's it was different because I couldn't really get through it but it was sort of just like oh like you know I haven't I don't even know what she said and then the global warming one was just about global warming which was I guess informative I didn't say anything particularly crazy uh no and it didn't even it, it was sort of more about like big picture stuff uh like how how to save the world rather than like here because usually in goop if they do like an environmental article or it'll be like these are the it's like don't use straws or something which is like this was just more theoretical which is i mean i appreciate that and i think it's more interesting it's more it's technically it is more interesting to me but not in this context goop is supposed to be about crazy fucking shit that they're telling me to do that's really expensive and that makes me mad and makes me want it these three articles were just like regular articles yeah they could have been in any like i don't know good housekeeping or yeah or whatever or except for like journal medicine (laughs) (laughs) they probably all like tried yeah Um, yeah they pitched like every magazine in existence and finally like went to goop and they were like how about this i mean yeah like i did like the rock bottom addiction thing but there was nothing it wasn't like oh and then i got sober by like hanging out with a shaman or like there was nothing weird about it and i was like what i just don't understand why this is in goop i mean i liked it as a piece of writing but I didn't really. Yeah, I agree get with you. It. There was no, there, there was, was no goop goopy. angle. There was no, there was not even like um, a one of their little icons. Like, is this because what? There was no advice. W- There's no advice. It was just this like was a like personal story. Yeah, which um, is fine. I guess there was not much great stuff. Like, did they week. not have anything to say or to do? Yeah, where's the? Yeah, where's the shaman? Where's the like weird like hallucinogen that makes you sober? Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah. Uh, so 
my oh god my worst was actually not one of the three that you said oh no it was the toxic avenger column oh there was a toxic Avenger. yeah so we've talked about her before her nickname is the toxic avenger her real name is anika liba she's the director of healthy living science at the environmental working group whatever that is and she just is like one of these people that thinks everything is out to kill you um so she talked about endocrine disrupting chemicals last month and then this month it's also about endocrine disrupting chemicals that's her main thing and it's six more so um they are uh yeah just different like plastics and stuff that you're not supposed to have uh arsenic was one of them oh really um which i guess i didn't realize that it's uh bad for you well i realized that it was bad for you but i didn't realize that it was in rice so that was her main um advice to like for not getting um too much arsenic was to not eat rice or rice products oh my god and then yeah and then it's just other things about uh you know um these are chemicals that will deform your son's penises like usual uh, more uh, about your son's no, penis about oh. dioxins lead well we all know lead is bad and arsenic, arsenic is bad mercury so these yeah are, these, these are, are like old yeah, like tried and true organophosphate pesticides well obviously um, whatever the hell she it says is. organophosphates are nerve agents the nazis produced so Ugh. i think that's pretty self-explanatory that that's bad and then glycol ethers um which i guess are found in household cleaners and we all know to have clean cleaners yeah um consider making your own cleaning products common kitchen ingredients like vinegar lemons and baking soda can make a good homemade cleaner if you clean your kitchen with vinegar i'm not coming over to your house it probably smells like vinegar it smells like vinegar yeah it's gross get method method guys uh or mrs myers oh yeah but how clean those are like those are like big big clean (laughs) like is that are those really clean or it's just like yeah, no, they're clean. Well, I don't know. I get mine from mm. Grove Collaborative, which tells me it's clean. And mm. then I don't really do more research than that. Um, well, what does the Toxic Avenger think about Method and Mrs. Myers? I'm I would curious. love to. Yeah, yeah. where's her opinion on that stuff? I got like a seventh generation kitchen cleaner oh, yeah. that was on sale. I don't really like that. Well, this one is completely unscented. And I'm yeah. like, I want some scent. I, I got to have something. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, what was your craziest? My craziest was, of course, Dr. Leroy Perry, who is just a nice old fashioned kook on goop trying to sell his weird chiropractor machine. Oh, yeah. It's like some weird thing that you can like hang upside down on and they interview him and he has like a bunch of different contraptions that you can swing on and do this and do that. And um I just thought he was like kind of fun. His website is absolutely crazy. It's like not even like it's not goopy at all. It just looks like a like a scam. (laughs) Like it just really looks like a scam and whatever. He's a chiropractor. And on his website, it says Dr. Leroy Perry has been called a renaissance man, a modern day Hippocrates and the Leonardo da Vinci of our time. (laughs) That is quite a bio, (laughs) which I don't know who called him that. He just says that. And you'll see why from his truly impressive array. The Leonardo da Vinci of his time. Yes. From his truly impressive array of talents and accomplishments that identify him as an innovative thinker and doer. And it's like the things that he did were like invent these like machines for chiropractic reasons. Have you been to a chiropractor? No. I never have either. I'd I be would scared. never go. No. So never. many people do it. Oh, yeah. This, um, this website looks... I mean, it looks like it's from the mid nineties and yeah. it's, it looks like if you go, I don't know, in any big city to like a weird neighborhood and there's just like a sign on like a basement apartment where you have to walk down to that says like chiropractor. chiropractor yeah. It just looks like that. And it would yeah. be like, you know, $40 for an hour or something. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, I don't know if it worked, if it doesn't, but I think that like chiropractors, they can really mess up your back and I've never had a reason to go. So I've never just never gone. Yeah. Some people swear by them. Yeah. Uh, I, I've been yeah lucky enough to not have like back issues, but I guess I wouldn't rule it out. If I mean, if you have back pain, it's like I would do anything. I guess depends. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's a weird, cause it, it is so mainstream. So many like people that you would not think that would be into alternative medicine, go, go to chiropractors. I think people don't realize it's alternative medicine. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it sort of seems like it's not. Because they say that they're doctors. Right. <laughs> Interesting. We're not going to go into that again. We've already covered uh, that. Yeah. 
so my my craziest was the the vibrating gold bar. How dare um, you? And specifically the video <gasps> when they're like you know sexing it up, which I get. You have to sex it up in Hollywood. Well, women have special relationships. They can uh, talk to each other in a fun way. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I, I like the the little. It comes in like a a sleek black case that just has Jillian Dempsey's signature on it. It is it is very chic. The gold vibrating gold bar. Um, <laughs> what would you try? Uh oh, I would try. The restaurant atrium, which was from last week. We talked about it because we were excited that there was a new Los Feliz restaurant that had been written up in Goop. Yeah. Few and far between in Los Feliz. Yeah. And as I said yesterday, I turned 34. So I decided to go and have dinner there. How was it? It was great. I actually had sort of low expectations for it. I thought it would be like fine. Um... It's owned by the same restaurant group, I think, that owns Sawyer, which is another East Side place. That's where you went there. I've been to Sawyer yeah. once, and I actually, and it's um, a similar aesthetic. It's like that very modern Los Angeles, and not just in Los Angeles, I'm sure in all like big cities, uh, like light wood, airy, you know, inside, outside. And Sawyer, the, I thought the cocktails were great. Yeah. And I just got like a, I think I just got like a, a chicken sandwich, nothing fancy. And it was good, but also, you know, you... You get a sandwich and two cocktails and all of a sudden you're spending, you know, 75 bucks on dinner and you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. Um, I like Sawyer. I've been for brunch a couple of times mm. and the brunch is really good there. Um, and I think the brunch cocktails are great. And also they have outdoor seating that I think is better than inside. But inside, yeah, it's very like oh, yeah, we sat a lot, lot of natural light, um, very airy. I like the crowd it. is like it's like the crowd is actually not that cool. It's the the people that work there are like very stereotypical it's like, like in the middle cool for school it's like in the heart of silver lake yeah. like you're gonna get that um so atrium was sort of a similar aesthetic like light wood white walls um and then because it's called atrium there were like tons of plants like there was like a huge wall of just plants like on the like on like the rafters there was like just like a bunch of potted plants people love there potted was plants. like an indoor yeah plants are be- i love potted plants and then there was a an indoor tree so it was really nice environment so it was like rainforest cafe <laughs> well rainforest cafe well it was lighter okay. like rainforest cafe is like dark and it also has like cartoon frogs on yeah, it there were no animatronic toucans no Atrium. unfortunately no just the tree um and there cocktail program was good um i had this like there was a lot of like spicy food there Mm. and like spicy cocktails so i had like a szechuan pineapple like fucking drink that sounds good it was really good and then i had and then we got um oh god okay oh a really good crudite um plate which i normally wouldn't get but they had ranch burrata and i was like yeah i want to try that so sad anything if there's the word ranch on a menu i will order it yeah i know i was like oh ranch burrata yeah we'll take that um so good it really just kind of tasted like burrata did it really (laughs) i don't know what the ranch burrata with like spiced with ranch spices well i figured what that meant was like because ranch is usually like parsley onion powder onion powder garlic powder buttermilk dill well, yeah, but the buttermilk, not necessarily like for the seasoning. Oh, yeah. It would, yeah. So, but it was very light. Like okay. it was mostly just tasted like burrata. I couldn't really taste any of the other whatever. Um, and um, grilled. Oh my god, grilled bread with like honey and miso butter to start. So good. That sounds really good. Um, I love miso butter. I love it. Oh my god, it was so good. Um. This like shrimp cocktail thing that was nice. Um, and then we got a cauliflower shawarma and it tasted with Armenian salad and okay. they give it to you with fatouche and it was delicious. It was like it basically tasted like Zanku chicken, <laughs> but it was made out of cauliflower. Was the cauliflower like fried and sliced like shawarma? Or? It wasn't. We had to cut it ourselves. Okay. It came in like a big bowl with okay. like the salad. And then we also got just like steak, which was amazing. So like that also was like a, with like a Szechuan opav yeah. sauce, which was like really cool. So it was sort of like globally influenced stuff. I there's guess, Szechuan, like, there's Middle Eastern. There's yeah. It felt very LA. Very, yeah. I mean, it felt very California. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah. And then we got another. I think we got something else, too. Oh, we got like a weird. They do like a carpaccio carne asada fries. That's like. Oh, I saw that on the menu. Yeah. That looked really good. It was good. The fries are like these tiny, crispy potato wow. fries. And the carne asada, it's raw. It's Uh-huh. And it's under. And then it's like topped with like these like very crispy potatoes. So it's like hot crispy potatoes with cold raw meat. Um, and they're not. Uh, they weren't like super hot. Uh-huh. They were like warm. That it was really good. good. Um, great. and yeah, well, I maybe liked it. I'll have to go for my birthday. Oh yeah, happens. or for any reason. For any reason. Yeah. Anyway, that's the breakdown of the menu of what I had at <laughs> Atrium. Uh, so yeah, if you're in the area, or maybe there's an Atrium like restaurant in your town. Possibly. Um, the thing I would try, oh, so there were, there was an article that was like three vegan dishes that you should try now or something. And I think they're just literally lifted straight from the new cookbook, Clean Plate. Uh, and she's really trying to plug like chickpeas in all forms in this book. Um, there's aquafaba, there's like chickpea pancake. There's a whole chapter of like chickpea pancakes. Aquafaba grosses me out so fucking much. Really? Yeah. Like bean water, like use the water your beans are soaking in. To emulsify stuff. It's, I mean, I've used it in different recipes that call for it. Like actually I've used like the black bean, like in black beans to make black bean burgers. But um, just the idea of it is, like, really gross to me. I mean, it's instead of egg... I think a lot more people are grossed out by, like, raw egg whites and stuff and things. So yeah. I think it for... And I mean, it's obviously, like, vegan-friendly, too. But no, I, I get what you're saying, that it's just, yeah. like, bean water. But, yeah. Uh, so this was actually another chickpea-style breakfast, and it was, a, it was called the Five-Minute Scrambled Chickpea Bowl. And... It does seem like there's a lot of ingredients for five for taking like five minutes to make breakfast, but it it looks doable. It's um a can of chickpeas, a quarter of an onion, a little water, garlic powder, uh, pepper, nutritional yeast, uh, avocado, cherry tomatoes, which I'm like I'll pass on that. Wait, you don't like cherry tomatoes? I'm not gonna no. I mean I like them fine, but I'm not gonna like add them to something. Okay. Because I I feel like most cherry tomatoes don't taste like much. Oh, I think they taste very good. Um. A handful of spinach and some kalanamic black salt, what which the I actually fuck have. Is that it's a it's a sulfuric. Salt. Oh, I've had that. It's good. Yeah. So it sort of makes things taste eggy because yeah. it's like a like a hard boiled egg flavor, um, but it's salt. And so you uh, just heat a pan, um, add the onions. Uh, when the onions become translucent, add the chickpeas, spices, yeast, and then you just mash the chickpeas and put the tomatoes, TBD. Uh, and then you put the scramble over the spinach and top with avocado. Finish with black salt. It sounds like a healthy breakfast. Yeah, sounds good. And I've been, I've been not doing my like routine of oatmeal or yogurt every. Like I've had eggs two days in a row for breakfast now. Egg <gasps> sandwiches, which is not great. Um, but you know, I think it's fine. Life is a journey. Today I just made my own. I made with one egg and. Um, vegan mayonnaise and turkey bacon. It was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. that sounds good. Was, yeah, What's bad about no, that? No, I guess uh, the the bread. But how much bread are you having? Just like a hamburger bun, a whole wheat hamburger bun. But yeah, it's What's fine. wrong with the bread? It's, yeah, it's fine. fine. It's fine. Let's all come back. Look, if you're eating the chickpea thing, you're eating a lot of carbs anyway. That's true. It just seems like different types of carbs. Or if you just don't want the bread, just have that. The egg, yeah. The egg. I mean, that's like. I think the egg is like better. Yeah, that, but like egg and turkey bacon by itself, it gives me flashbacks to four hour body. It's a nightmare. I like just a scrambled egg on a piece of toast. Yeah, yeah. Like a whole one slice of whole wheat toast, no, maybe with good. a little bit of butter. Damn. That okay. Kerrygold Irish butter can't get enough. Or whatever. Uh, what would you buy? I would buy, I mean, this is like a really lame fucking thing to say, but it's true. I just want to get like a goddamn fucking cleansing oil for my face. Oh, yeah. You don't have one? I guess I don't have one either. No, I mean, the kind you don't need water for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I want to get. And I think I'm going to go like, honestly, goop really better get with the fucking program because now Sephora has the thing where it's like for it's like Amazon Prime for Sephora. Really? Yeah, it's like $15 a year. Oh, and you get free... Free shipping. For any amount of... Yeah. That's good. Um, 
And also we have Credo, which is like the store for all this natural beauty shit. And between the two of them, it's like you don't really need to go to Goop for anything. No, I mean, I never buy any like Goop needs to do a Goop Prime, but it would be it would probably it would be, be like a thousand dollars a year. And you would never get it because they would the discontinue because they would be like they would take your money and say, oh, we're Sorry, not doing we're making anymore. a TV show. We're, not we're actually- too busy to deal with this. But like, yeah, like the sh- the problem with Goop is just the shipping. It's so expensive. It takes so long. It's amazing how long it takes to get stuff from Goop. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It's insane. Especially because I think they ship it from like two blocks away from where we live. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm sure they're shipping it from LA. Uh, yeah, I don't know where their like warehouse is. That's interesting. Huh. But wait, is there a specific cleansing oil you want? Or just I mean, anything? no, that's why I feel like yeah. it's kind of a lame one. I just know that I want to get one, yeah. but I haven't done a lot of research. That sounds great. And you don't even, you can just put it on your face. You don't need to be by a sink. And it just, I mean, I think you do need to be by a sink because it's like, I think you still are supposed to like wipe it, it off, off. and okay. stuff. But like, I, it's just like, it's not like soap. Yeah. See, I want, I'd want like a um, antibacterial like Purell for your face where you don't have to use any water. You can just put it on your face. It cleans and then you don't have to be. An know. antibacterial Purell for your face. Yes. Invent that. Like an guys. astringent? Well, just something that you have in your backpack or whatever. And you just put it on your face and it cleans your face and you don't have to like do anything else. Well, I guess you use a wipe. What are you do? Like, wait, what, like what situation do you need that? Like if you just feel like you have a dirty face, I don't know. Or like you feel oily or whatever. And you just I want... think, yeah, I think you're talking about like a face wipe. Oh yeah. Yeah. I guess I could use a face wipe. Yeah. But get then... like a, just get like a yes to coconuts. Ooh, maybe I will. Yeah. Um, the thing I would buy is the uh ayurvedic oils for the winter blahs oh i do have those uh oh you do have them actually no i mean the, the winter blahs oh yeah me too yeah uh so this is we they're, they, they've advertised this brand before uma um, yeah. and there was one specifically called pure bliss which i think is supposed to be like a antidepressant oil <laughs> for your face yeah uh well you so they have a whole routine that you do um it has um let's see Ugh. it has oh yeah just different I think like frankincense and some other different oils. Um, and you're supposed to gently rub the skin between your toes to create warmth in the area. So you start with your toes Weird. and then you go to the bottom of your feet and then you do your wrists and then you do your ears and then you do your forehead. And then finally cup your palms over your nose and mouth and take five deep inhales. That and sounds wild. it cures the winter blahs. Thank you. And the person who designed it is, uh, uh, Shrankla Holacek and okay. she claims to be descended from the Ayurvedic physicians to Indian royalty ooh la la uh, I mean I don't think I mean we don't want like a new Elizabeth Warren situation on our hands so we won't <laughs> we won't double check on that but it's best not to double check yeah, anything yeah no definitely just like uh, take everyone at their word is, is the lesson the way, that's the way to do everything don't ask there. questions no uh, but yeah, winter, I mean, winter blahs are less pronounced in Los Angeles. Um, because it's like, well, it's, I don't have the winter blahs cause it's like, we don't really have too bad of a winter, but it has been very cold for LA the past couple of days. Uh, yeah, this cold I enjoy. It's more of just like the, I think it's more of like the darkness, like the, how early the sun goes down and stuff. Yeah. That bothers people a lot. It doesn't yeah, bother me that really. much. No, I don't like too many f- just like gray days in a row mm-hmm. but like the sun going down early it just is like i'm i'm okay with it yeah i'd i'd see i'd love to live in like iceland or whatever in the summer where it doesn't the sun doesn't set till like 10 at night would i mean nice. i like that too when it's like in this like i just don't mind it like because se- it's the yeah. seasons yeah, i'm yeah. like it's that's what happens in the winter and then in the summer it won't happen like i i don't have that problem yeah, I, I think my, my brain just sort of shuts off when the sun is down and i'm like i can't get anything done like i only can like basically sit on my couch and watch tv at night yeah and so i feel like there's like less of a window to be productive but i guess See, that's i don't problem. i feel like it always makes me think about that i'm like in buffy the vampire slayer which was like on that show they would always like go home and do their homework or also on like um seventh heaven because like it would be night like it would be after school and it would be nighttime, but it would be like everyone would be out. It would be like fully daytime. Like everyone was like at full daytime activity and the nights would seem to go for hours. Yeah, yeah, and I'd be like, yeah. I guess it's supposed to be like winter. Cause then they'd be like, I don't forget. You have to be home right. by like nine 30 and that they'd done all this other shit. That's so funny. 
And so it kind of, to me, it makes me feel like, oh, this is like a special time when like I'm living in an Aaron Sorkin or Aaron Spelling oh, yeah. reality. I guess you could pretend like I, and um, film noir also, it's like only takes place in the dark usually. So maybe I can just pretend I'm in a noir movie. Yeah. Or around, like solving crimes. Or Seventh Heaven. Or Seventh Heaven. Yeah. Which is the, the noir Also the very dark. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys. Okay. Uh, thank you as always for listening to our really fun podcast to do and i assume to listen <laughs> to, to. Do? <laughs> it's fun to do it's we fun like for it. us yeah we love it and yeah let us know any products you're doing any Please. vitamins you're taking any diets you're doing any good products you're buying yes um rate and review us on itunes five, five star stars it helps uh, people find us um you. if you want to take a look at our patreon we um create newsletters every month with our own non-goop recommendations yeah. and then we also have extra podcasts for goop field trips we take in and around los angeles um so check out that if you like the podcast and we will see you next week bye If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.